right, well. Hello, Sam. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, you. You're good, thanks. What have Good. you been up to? Um, I tried to watch the new Hellraiser, but I, 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 I just found it boring for some reason. I couldn't get into it. I watched about as far as when they go and see Serena in the hospital or hospice or whatever it was. Yeah. And I just, and I just got bored. I don't like that actress as well. I've seen her in other things. I don't, I don't like her. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably leave it. I mean, yeah, the special effects were better at the beginning, but it's just like I just couldn't get into it. The original is all gonna be better. Yeah, it's just, it's just like one of these things where you think like, yeah, like technically it could be better, but like story wise, it wasn't. But special effects wise, I'm sure it could be. I'm sure it was, yeah. but it's just like I don't like that actress as well. I think she's crap. I've seen her in other things, and it's just I don't like her. Okay, um, well, I suppose it's not for everyone. Nah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say why. I just, I just didn't like it. I just, I can't really put my finger on it exactly. I just didn't like it. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I mean, I thought it was okay, but um, not. You still a... prefer the original? Yeah. Yeah, I think the original was better, and I suppose the original hadn't been done before, so it was all new. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose it's like a disadvantage in that it's been done before, so it's probably unfair to expect it to be as good as the original one. Yeah. Since watching the new Mission Impossible, I've the seventh Harry Potter film. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. I might I might I might start from the beginning again on that as well. Because I see they're all there, yeah. Because I've never seen it all the way through. I think I've seen like up to Azkaban. Uh that's like the third or fourth one, isn't it? Yeah, the third one. Third one, yeah. I think I've seen the first three properly, and I didn't watch any more after that. So I've seen like bits of part one, Dark Hallows, but I didn't really watch it, and I didn't watch the last part at all. So, so I think I missed out of films. Well, it's, it's Goblet of Fire, isn't it? I think I missed Goblet of Fire out. Yes. Which is about as far as I got with the books as well. I think uh. the last book I I, I read was uh, Azkaban. So I think Goblet of Fire just got put off by the length of it. Yeah, it, it yeah. is a long book. Yeah, I don't know. I think at least she finished it. Like she didn't. They're not. St- she's not still writing them now. No. <laughs> at least she knew when when to stop doing it. Yeah, yeah. At least she planned on the doing seven. Yeah, and she did seven, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a Simpsons type situation, which just goes on as long as people were buying them. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. So, you've gone to see Barbie yet? Not yet. <laughs> what about you? Um, I heard it was very anti-men, so I'd probably give it a pass. Yeah. I, yeah I, I'm not sure I haven't seen it, so I can say. I don't know. The problem with Barbie is it wasn't really a kid's film, but um, it's too political to be a kid's film. But, like... A lot of people probably took their kids to see it because they thought it would be, but it's it's not really that kind of film. It's more like a, I guess you would say it's more like a satire on the modern world or an attempted satire on the modern world. Okay, so it's, it's, it's way it's way too political to be a kids' film. Yeah. But apparently, when this one reviewer went, he said it was full of uh, mothers and and kids, which he, which thinking well maybe the way he'd think it would be, but it's not. I don't know. Yeah. Everything is far too political now. That's why people really like Tom Cruise films, because they're not. 
I mean, they're kind of tapping into stuff like AI and whatnot, but they're not like shoving the politics down your throat. <laughs> yeah, I, well, certainly the AI bit of machine impossible was, but well, they probably just included that because that's what they're scared of at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, they definitely can be topical, but they aren't, even though it's about spies and whatnot, they're not that political, really, are they? No. So, yeah. I remember the first one. I, I watched it when I was a kid. I didn't understand it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when they got to, like, the fourth and fifth. It became more interesting. The stories were not, the stories were less complicated, more straightforward. They were just, like, more entertaining. So they, yeah. they got the formula right in the end. Just the first two were like, what the hell's happening? But when they fleshed out his team and, like, uh, you know, made the missions more sort of, the stories more straightforward, that's when it did well. Yeah. The stunts is why the stunts are good. Yeah. Because stunts... I admit, like, I didn't like the story so much of this one, but I, I like the stunts. Yeah, the stunts were good. I'm, they're, they're like, all of the stuff of the train. Yeah, that was good. It reminded me a bit of Goldeneye. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So, um, you've been watching Harry Potter then? Yeah, yeah, I've been steadily making my way through the Harry Potter movies. Fair enough. So, which one are you on now? So, I've just finished um, Deathly Harry's Part 1. Alright, cool. Because they, they made it into two movies. Didn't they? I get. Yeah. Like, was it two books, or did they just split the book in half? They just split the book in half. I, uh, spo- I, I suppose sp- the books are so long; it probably was the book split in half. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I suppose it's because it was the last one they wanted to do it. It just this. Yeah. They yeah they always do that. It seems like they always when it's the last thing they do split it in half. So I wonder if this is going to be the last Mission Impossible. So splitting it in half. Probably could be because I mean he's he's sixty now and he's done a lot of them so yeah it depends though if they make money I think they're just going to keep on making them maybe um sixty one I think kids yeah yeah he's sixty one yeah I looked it up because they were saying he's sixty now so can is he sixty and he was right enough he was sixty one I, I suppose the big question if they do keep doing it. Are they going to keep letting him do his own stunts? That's what I mean. I think I've I've got a feeling that Tom Cruise is only going to do it as long as they let him do his own stunts. So yeah. I mean, the studio will keep doing it as long as they make money. But I, I think I've got a feeling Tom Cruise is probably going to say no when they don't let him do his own stunts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure, but that's the uh, that I think he's probably too proud to to not do his own stunts. So I reckon he'll probably stop. Yeah. I don't know if you would retire from acting. I mean, he might he might do still acting, but I think he would probably stop doing Mission Impossible if they didn't let him do his own stunts. Definitely let him again be less demanding in terms of stunts and stuff. Yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, it's when you finish, when you get that far into your career, you're just doing it as long as you enjoy doing it anyway, aren't you, really? Yeah. Tom Cruise seems to me like somebody who will only do it as long as he's enjoying it. Like, he's not just somebody who would do things for a check. No. Like, Bruce, like Bruce Willis was, or Al Pacino yeah. was. I get the yeah. impression that he's more sort of somebody who only do it as long as he enjoys doing it. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to work. He's, he's, he's rich, isn't he? 
He's not in debt like Nicolas Cage no, was. Because no. Nicolas Cage is another one who's cashing a check, but that's because Nicolas Cage is in debt. Yeah. I think Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are just greedy. They just want more money. <laughs> I don't know if they're I don't know if they're in debt in the same way, but I know Nick Cage is still doing it anything because uh, he's in debt. Yeah. Made too many impulsive purchases like he bought a castle. <laughs> Why? Exactly. <laughs> Why? Yeah. But Bruce Willis has got um got Alzheimer's now. So I think Bruce yeah. Willis' career is over now anyway. Yeah. But I think if you've been in Jack and Jill, you don't really care about your career. No. <laughs> uh I started watching um You're the Man. Cool. The Adam Sandler one, but it, it's just like it's like they had an interesting premise and it's like it's watchable for like the first hour and then you're just like they've run out of jokes. Like it's not going anywhere. That's the problem with that's the problem with his films now. It used to be like he has like a good idea. They have like a good idea for a premise. But it's more like what would work as the Saturday night live sketch. But then they try and make a whole film of it. Um, so yeah, so there's like there's not enough to sustain the film. Yeah, because the joke is basically that he had an affair with his teacher and his teacher had a kid and then um his kid just wants to distance himself from him. So he's changed his name, and you know he's he has he has nothing to do with him. But then he tries to find him because he wants him. He, he he's he's in debt, and he wants his son to help him out. But it's like the old cliche, like he originally just does it to get money, but then he actually has a good time with his son. It's like that sort of film, and it's just like you get like an hour and a half in, and you're just like, it's nothing really. It's just a bunch of like uh, gross out jokes and no real plot. Yeah, and you just know it's going to end with like the cliched ending that. He doesn't really care about the money anymore. He just wants to be spend time with his son. It's that sort. Of, it's that sort of thing. You don't have to watch it to know how it's going to end. No. So yeah. That was pretty much like most summer movies. That's what I mean. It, it always like he has an interesting premise, which is quite funny. But then it's just like it doesn't last the whole film. Yeah. Because his older stuff is definitely better, like The Water Boy. That was that was, that didn't outstay its welcome. It was like it was was all right. Yeah. And then it's like some of his stuff, like Jack and Jill. It's like one note joke, and they try and make a whole film of it, like Grown Ups as well. Yes. It's just like they don't have enough to sustain the joke. It's just like they have an interesting premise, and it's just they stretch it too far. Yeah, I I can imagine what you mean, like. I mean, I've never really been interested in Adam Sandler, really. So, I mean, it's like, it's something you understand, like, kids would like, but adults, it's kind of like... Yeah, like... It's, it's like, like a, tw- like a tw- you'd set a 12-year-old to be their favourite film, like an Adam Sandler, but an adult, like, not really. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like the kind of thing a kid would enjoy. Yeah, because it's all sort of, like, gross-out, crude humour. Yeah. That said, I heard he was one of the nicer people in Hollywood. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. So, um, what else have you watched? Just, just Harry Potter. Well, I did watch Skrilla Rock. Oh, Skrilla Rock. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't that into it. I mean, it was all right. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, as a, I remember as a, like in my teens and. Stuff, that being one of my favourite films 
Yeah, because it's like 2003, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it like 10 years later, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, then I'm not that in, not that into use it, though, so that's probably why I didn't like it. Yeah. What about TV-wise? Um, no, um, not much in the way of TV. I mean, I've um, still been watching the, Ex- the Exorcist series. Oh, yeah. They had a series of The Exorcist. What's what's it on? Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, I don't have Amazon Prime. That's why I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Is it the same story or is it like a prequel? Well, it's um basically the same story. Okay, just paced as a series or a film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds interesting. So, what about you? Uh been watching Succession. Cool. Finished the first series now. Cool. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, they made four series of it, so I probably uh, watch them all to be honest. But I mean, it's mostly good. I mean, it's one or two slow episodes, but it's just how it is. I think you can't really avoid that. I, well, I suppose um, you can't have all of your episodes in a series be the kind of big. Episode. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what site, what streaming service is that on? Oh, that's on um, Sky Atlantic. So cool. it'll be on. It'll be on Now TV. Cool. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna sell your PlayStation? Probably. I mean, I I don't really play. Um, I don't really play with it as much as I thought I would. Yeah, I suppose that's fair enough. If you're not using it, you might be better off with the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do. Um, obvious. I do obviously use it as a Blu-ray player, so I'm not sure. Um, I suppose the Blu-ray players are cheap now, though, so you can get a Blu-ray yeah. player for less than a hundred quid now, probably. Yeah, if I go on, I've seen someone see it, see ex, like. Thirty quid or so. Yeah, in fact, it's probably cheaper because I remember I got one for forty quid a few years back, like five years ago. So they must be cheap now because that was five years ago, forty quid. And well, yeah, well, it wasn't like a real fancy one. It was a very basic one, but still, this was five years ago. So, wow, well, they probably come down a bit since then. It's just a player, you. Yeah. I mean, a record is going to be loosely. Obviously, but, yeah. But I'm so searched on here, and actually it's quite expensive, but it's because they're like Panasonic and Sony. So yeah. you're, paying, you're paying for the name. Yeah, I suppose if you don't care about getting one of the weird off-brand ones, then... I mean, the one the one I got was Samsung, a Samsung uh, one. I think it was four, It was either 40 or 45 quid. I bought it with I bought it with my roommate, and I think it cost us forty five. And I gave him forty quid for it. Cool. And he let me keep it because he because he left, so he didn't need it anymore. Uh, cool. So he let me buy it off him, and I think he let me buy it off him with five less than it cost us. So cool. yeah, some of them. Gosh, this one is like four hundred and fifty pounds, but it's multi region and it supports four K. That, that's probably why the ones that are more expensive probably a four K. Yeah. Well, I... Yeah, they're 4K, that's why they're more expensive. Yeah, I wouldn't need a 4K one. So, for kill, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I 
don't even have a 4K TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even it's probably about 8K now. For God's sake, four co- they, They've already they already proven that 4K is more colors than most people can see anyway. So why would you need 8K? It's completely pointless. Yeah, it's just a gimmick because it's like 4K is more colors than most people can see anyway. Yeah, I I suppose it's I I suppose it's to to make the inv- investors happy that they are bringing out new stuff. It's just it's just for marketing, isn't it? It's just something they've come up with so they can market it. Yeah, because I mean I think 1080p is like as sharp as you need to be anyway. Because it's like when you get sharper than 1080p it just looks on it looks sort of like unreal because it's sharper than real life so it looks kind of odd it's yeah. like when they were it's like when they were pushing um oh like lord of the rings but to go and see it at a higher frame rate than 25 frames yeah and it's just it, it just looks weird because it's like 25 frames is it's like what your what your eyes are used to because most things are 25 frame aren't they yeah Around 25 frames on the pal system anyway i mean yeah, I think in I think in the American TV it's even less than twenty five frames. But I'm not sure NTSC is. I know it's less lines. There's more lines in a PAL broadcast than an NTSC because it's five twenty p I think, and I think NTSC is four eighty. Well, um... so our TV already has more lines than uh, NST. But I think in STC is four hundred between four hundred eighty and four hundred eighty five lines. And it runs at a higher frame rate, okay? It runs at 30 frames a second. Yeah. I'm... Or almost 30 frames. Whereas our TV is more lines, but <clears throat> low, runs at a lower frame rate. Yeah, well, I've, I've just looked it up and think PAL is 25 frames a second and NTSC is about 30. 30, but they have less lines, so it's a trade-off, isn't it? We've yeah. got more lines, so our picture is better. But... We don't refresh the frames as quickly. But that's the thing. It's like you see for something to appear smooth to you, it only has to be between 25 and 30 frames. Because it yeah. only, it only, frames only really start to matter when you're doing competitive gaming. Like yeah. when, you're, when you're playing shooters, 60 is a lot better than 30. But that's not because of how you see it. That's to do with responsiveness. Yeah. If it ran at 30, it would still look okay. It's just it wouldn't be as responsive. So that's what. So frames matter more in gaming. When you're watching something, it's, it's less important. Yeah. Because they're pushing this gimmick on YouTube videos or watch it at 720 in frame. Yeah, it's a little bit smoother, but it's it's perfectly adequate at 30 frames when you're watching a video. Yeah. So I can't even remember what frame rate they were, they were running off of the range for that, but it was like a slightly, it was like a higher frame rate than. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even think it was thirty frames. I think it was like twenty nine instead of twenty five. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I know what you mean with the four K stuff. I mean, I think the base. I think the basic version of Netflix without ads is like even four eighty or seven twenty p, and the yeah and the. Well, I've only started watching 1080p recently because I think 720p is adequate most of the time. Yeah, that's why I can say I can't, so I can't see the difference. So there's because no when I'm ripping Blu-rays, when I'm ripping Blu-rays from the media center, I'm ripping them at 720p because it's a good. It's it yeah, it's less sharp than 1080, but it's like you get much smaller file size. It's a good trade-off between file size and sharpness. Yes. Yeah. So it's fine, but um, 
Yeah, but I know it's YouTube now. They've started because they're trying to get people to buy. They've started like saying you can watch 1080p at a higher bit rate if you have premium. So I started noticing on the videos they have a top premium. Um, yeah. Because the selling point just it used to be you could download videos and there was no ads. Yeah, but it obviously wasn't enough for people to pay like five ninety nine a month for YouTube. So that so they so they're doing frame high frame right now. Well, and it's like I don't care. I think seven twenty p is is good enough, and ten eighty p at a normal bit rate is free. But they've started to charge more for a higher bit rate at ten eighty. Yeah, I yeah I looked at YouTube Premium and it's like. Eleven pound ninety nine a month for something. I had a trial. I had it for like a month, and I think I paid like a one off fee because I cancelled it. Yeah, it was good. It's when I didn't have good internet, so it was good for saving videos. But it's just like um, most people don't need it. That's what they're trying yeah. to clamp down on ad blockers now. Yeah, because the selling point really before was you could download and it was ad free, but people were blocking ads anyway. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm blocking ads on the computer. The only time I get YouTube ads is on the phone. But to be honest, I watch most of my videos on the phone anyway. Yeah. So I don't really feel like I'm ripping them off because I'm watching I'm watching on the phone mostly anyway. Yeah, I, I suppose that. Um. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about ad blockers. Really, I mean, yeah, yes, they are. Um. Yes, if you block the ads. Your page will, will load faster and yeah. be more secure, um, maybe better you're potentially depriving um, the people who make the videos of revenue. Or... To be honest, I think on YouTube videos, most of the revenue goes to Google anyway, though. Because yeah. even, even if they've monetized the videos, most I think YouTube get most of the... Google and YouTube get most of the money anyway, because... All the big YouTubers, they do sponsorships rather than rely on ads. They do sponsorships. And there's a lot more money in sponsorships than, you, than ads. Yeah, you're probably right. And especially the channels that do like political stuff, they get demonetized, so they rely on sponsorships. But sponsorships are better to have anyway because they get a lot more money for sponsorships. Yeah. That's why they're all pushing this um, Raid Sh- Shadow Legends game. Yes. Yeah. Because they pay them like $1,000 for an ad. Yes. That's why a lot of the YouTubers are pushing it, even though it's like a garbage shovelware game. They're pushing yeah. it because they get it's easy money for them. Yeah, and the, the other ad I see is like NordVPN or... Yeah, NordVPN, they probably pay a lot as well. Because the thing with the VPNs is they always try and scare you that if you do anything without a VPN, people are going to get your details. It's like, no, this is what SSL is for. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> SSL is in end-to-end encryption for transactions. I mean, yeah, theoretically somebody could spy on your traffic, but they'd have to decrypt it as well. Yeah, <clears throat> and what always makes me laugh when um you see when the YouTubers um sell the VPN, it's like um do you even know what the VPN is doing for you? Well, what annoys me is that they always push the the um push the you they always push like the content blocking and or like oh if you're on Netflix and you want to watch this thing that's only on Canadian Netflix you can push say you're in Canada and you can watch it's like well no because um it doesn't always work because Netflix is clamped down on VPNs 
Netflix, they, they can tell what VPN you're using based on the IP address. So they, so they just yeah. have to make a list of IPs that they know are VPNs and they can block them. Yeah. Because I, I had a VPN and it was, it, I was what I was watching like, um, I watched Karate Kid and then I watched like oh. Karate Kid 2 from, from France or Japan because it was on the French and Japanese catalog and it did work. But eventually I got to a film and it said, oh, we detect you're using a VPN. So they can detect it. Yeah. Because they just have to know the exit point um, IP addresses, and they can make a catalog of them and block them. Yeah. So it's not because it's because at the end of the day, it's licensing. That's why it's different content. It's not just because they're being jerks. It's to do with licenses. Yeah. They don't have the license for your country, and, and it seems like most of the time, stuff that was on US Netflix it ends up on UK Netflix a few months later, anyway, and vice versa. Like yeah. stuff that was on UK, it ends up on US Netflix eventually. They're always rotating the catalog anyway. So yeah, yeah, I know. So maybe maybe the VPNs aren't worth paying for, but I mean, yeah, they they can push it in that it's a secure tunnel because because it, it's, it's fair enough to say that. But like the content blocking stuff handles a bit shady because it's like it's not a guarantee that it works. It will work maybe nine times out of ten, but it won't always work. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it, it works for like newspaper websites because they're not, they don't tend to be as savvy as video streaming services. For video streaming services, they, they, they're more technical, they know what they're doing. They're, more, they're smarter people, I think. Because the people yeah. make like the websites for, for news, they put on like this block, like, oh, you have to pay to read the article. But I think. VPNs are good for that. VPNs usually get around that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, even ad blockers get around that stuff sometimes because the way they input put like a big pop up on it that you can't get rid of normally. But then you can use like scripting to get rid of it. Yeah. Oh think, yeah. I think printed media is on its last legs though, isn't it? Because um, yeah, people don't trust and people don't trust the news anymore. So, so why would they pay for it? No, I know. They don't, they don't even trust it, so why would they give them money? I, no, I can see what you mean. Because everything is political as well. I mean, it's like even stuff like environmental disaster size. Because they say, oh, it's global warming. It's... So even stuff that theoretically should be neutral is politicised. Yeah, yeah, everyone got their own particular bias. I think it's probably always been like that, but it's just now with the internet, people can see it better. Yeah, and they can see that like all the news is controlled by about six corporations. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it is difficult to know what to believe on the internet. Say again, sorry. Um. Yeah. Oh, it is. I agree. I agree that it is difficult to know what to believe on the internet sometimes. The one thing you shouldn't do is believe what they tell you. That's for sure. You should um, question everything. Yeah. Well, I, f- I think the reliable way here was to get multiple sources, and if like two or three sources agree on something, then it's probably fairly reliable. It really depends, though, because the problem is like two or three sources could be the same company. Yeah, because they do it. Because that's the idea between this Epoch Times. It's like an aggregate of, of different sort of all the sources. It's not just one. And there's a website, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, and I don't think it was Apple Times or something else. But it's one where they like, they aggregate all the news and they tell you like who owns the, who owns the network. 
Yeah. So they show you like what's left leaning, what's right leaning, what's other sort of because they know who owns the networks. They tell you who owns the networks. Because I mean, yeah, you could find out, you could look it up, but they do it for you. They tell you who owns all the networks. Yeah. All the, all the different newspapers. They tell you what network it's in, and so you can you get like an aggregate, and you know that one particular newspaper is always going to be biased in one direction. Yeah. Like the Washington Post is Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So they only have problem with Amazon's rivals, not Amazon. Yeah. So there's biases like that. Yeah. Well, have you been doing anything on the computer? Um, like, like programming? Or... Well, um, um, not recently. Just the podcast? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I um, I say I don't really play games um, other than things like Roller Coaster. Tycoon and Fair enough. The Sims. Oh right, so mostly Steam then. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean I I put um Final Fantasy eight remake on my my wish list. Because it's yeah. it's about fifteen quid now. And I thought about getting it on PS4, but I thought I'll probably just put it on my wish list and get it on PC when it's on uh. sale. Because the problem with console games is they don't really put them on sale. I suppose it depends which shop you get it from, or if you get it from eBay, you can get it cheaper. But I looked, and it's all about eighteen quid, brand new. Pre, pre, you can buy pre-owned, but like when you're buying, yeah. when I'm buying pre-owned, I think I might as well get it on Steam. Yeah. So I mean, I've I've got a fair amount of PS4 games I haven't finished anyway. So I think yes. any other games I'm probably going to get on PC. So I put it on my witch list. So maybe at Christmas it'll be on sale. Or maybe yeah. Thanksgiving, it'll be on sale. Yeah, probably. Because the good thing about Steam is they always have a sale. Yeah. And there's also third-party sites where you can get keys, which are a bit of a grey area. Like, because I bought stuff from the before and they took it off me. Like, I bought um, Elite Dangerous from one of these sites and then it stopped working. Yeah. So it's like a forced saving because they might be a bit sketchy. So I'm probably, I'll probably just get it when it's on Steam sale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I can send you a review of Oppenheimer. What, um, did you watch Oppenheimer? Nah, it's one I'll probably wait till it's on streaming. <laughs> yeah, I... I've... I heard it was a bit on the long side. I mean, it's, it's, it's like Mission Impossible. It's about 20 minutes too long, I think. Yeah, yeah I think Oppenheimer is about three hours long from what I heard, so... And according to this review, him building the bomb is before an hour left and then they just have an hour left about the inquiry after the bombing and it's kind of like the interesting stuff is up until them doing the bomb and it's all just like politics yeah so according to this reviewer anyway he was like um he was like um yeah it's like an hour too long yeah all right i'll send it to you on telegram as well cool that's a good review because it's like no spoilers it's just like a good over. I suppose it's a real life story, so <laughs> it's yeah. less spoilers anyway, because you just have to know the history. Uh, yeah, they said it was good acting, uh, good cast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But these people who went to see Barbenheimer, I don't think I'd managed to sit through two films. No. I think Barbie's only an hour and a half, but still. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, from what I'm seeing, um, I think from what I'm seeing, they're already looking at doing a sequel to Barbie or the, the I next... I think it did quite well commercially. So, yeah, they probably will make a sequel. 
Well, that that went twice, mate. Um, the fact that it, the welling box office doesn't surprise me, really, because of the amount of people who will have wanted to go see it because of it being Barbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. All I've heard about it is it was too political. But, yeah. I mean, judging by who made it, I was kind of expecting that, though. Yeah. I know, I think it's fair to say that we aren't the target demographic. Probably not, no. So, yeah. Oh, and I've been watching Twin Peaks as well. Cool. How was it? Oh, it's all right. I mean, I think I've watched it before, but I don't think I ever finished it because I got to, like, when they solved the case. And then it just sort of goes on after the case has been solved. Like, other stuff happens. Uh, And then they made a film of it, which is like a prequel, which I've never seen. Uh, Firewalk with me. So I'll probably try and watch that. But then they made a third series in 2017. Which I tried to watch, I didn't. I didn't get into it. I never. I never watched it finished. Uh, I think the first two series are probably the best. Any. What? So how many TVs are there? There's three and a film. Uh, a prequel to the first, second, first and second. The first and second are the same stories. It's just they. The first series is only eight episodes. Then the bulk of the story is in the second season. Yeah. And then the third season is like t- twenty-five years later. Coming back to it. Okay. Yeah, so, um, what service did he say when picked is on Paramount Plus? Um, yeah, if it's on anything, it'll be on Paramount Plus. I've, I've got the box set on, I've got the definitive edition on DVD. Uh, I... So I've been ripping the DVDs and putting them on my media centre, but streaming services to watch it on, if, they ha- if it's on anything, it'll be on Paramount, because it's a Paramount. Yeah, I'll Paramount, have a look. Paramount own it. It was a yeah, it was Paramount Television series. I think. Cool. It was on ABC in the United States, which I think Paramount owns. I oh, know it's Disney now. Paramount. No, ABC is owned by Disney. Yeah, I. Uh, I think that the DVDs, the DVDs say it's Paramount. So I think it's a Paramount show that was made for ABC. So all the releases are owned by Paramount. Because when I watch the DVD at the end of the episodes, it's Paramount Television, so I reckon it will be on um, Paramount Plus if it's on anything. Yeah, um, Paramount Plus. Um, according to this, it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah, it w- I mean, logically, it would be. I don't think D. I don't think BB- ABC have a streaming service. It would just be Disney Plus if Disney owns it. Yeah. Yes. Because I know um, NBC has Peacock. That's their yes. streaming service, but I think that's only US. Yes. It might have even shut it down. I don't think it was a popular service. No, probably not. I'm not sure. Peacock, yeah. It's NBC owner, NBC Universal, and Comcast. So ultimately, Comcast owner. Uh, okay. Oh, it is available in United Kingdom, Peacock. I didn't know that. It's available as an independent streaming service in Austria, Germany, Ireland, Switzerland, United Kingdom, and the United States. And all the other countries, it's through Sky Showtime. Well, I didn't know that. And Sky Showtime is a joint venture between Paramount Global Showtime and Comcast. Yeah, so yes, um, Showtime is Paramount as well, because you can watch... um, you can watch Ray Donovan on Paramount Plus, and that's always a Showtime show. Okay. So Showtime was Paramount as well. Okay. Okay. Cool. So should we wrap it up there, or? Um. Y- y- yes, I think so. All right. 
Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later then. Okay. Speak to you late, Bam. All right. Take care, Will. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.